and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Welcome to another episode of All That Film. Today we're talking Timmy Timmy time. What? Luca and Timothy Chalamet's latest collaboration, so to say. Bones and All, a film that everyone saw this weekend. Just kidding. I'm your host, Tay, and we're joined with two eclectic guests, Todd and Lindsay. Uh, and Lindsay, you are the resident, uh, for whatever reason, the wor- road trip movie fanatic. Um, and this, mm. in, in some ways, is a road trip movie. What did you think of Bones and All? Let's get Bones right. Bones and All is the best movie of the year. It's fantastic, and I loved it so much. And I want to rewatch it again so bad. But I think it's absolutely perfect. I have no complaints. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were this high on it. Where, oh, where do you yeah. have it? Of... My number one. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I may have not known what I was getting into with this. Um, no, that's really interesting. Was uh, just curious, is this par- in part because you just love a road trip or what? what about this? Is it some of the mm, other definitely. stuff that yeah, fed so, your appetite? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is really easy to please me if people drive in a car in a movie for some reason. Um, so that definitely helped. But I also think just like YA, like kind of paranormal, like romances also really appeals to me. Right. Um, yeah. This, also- this, this is like elevated. It is, I already said this, the, in messages we've had, but I, I do think this is elevated Twilight. Um, a little bit, uh, like a little bit. Um. <laughs> um, I also just really love Timmy. Um, so that helps too. So it just had a lot working for me where I was like, that's why I was so excited for it, even though I don't normally like this director, but like a lot of aspects of it, I knew were going to appeal to me and they all just came together. It was so beautiful. Ugh. I love it. Nice. Yeah. I think I like Luca Guardanino, but I also think I could be talked into not liking him as much, I guess. I think the verdict's still out, at least for me, because Call Mm -hmm. Me By Your Name is one of my favorite movies. And then uh, all his other films, I haven't seen the Suspiria remake, but so far the, the best thing he's good at is letting a location, like just have beauty to it. Um, almost, so much that I think he could have directed Hillbilly Elegy way better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, which is not what we need. Uh, we don't need another director, uh, you know, putting his hands on Hillbilly. Um, Todd's favorite movie of the year. Just reminding the people. Anyway, uh, Bones and All. Um, I agree with you. I think this maybe could have been. I think both his movies, and this is why I'm confused with. Um, Luca, where I think of him as a director, because both of his films that I really love have Timothy Chalamet in them, and they have a really great Timothy Chalamet performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to separate because, like, even this, um, when he shows up, uh, I I almost wanted to clap in the theater of three people I was with um, because it really does feel like, oh my gosh, it's him, um, and he's got the look. This was the year for hair in a lot of ways. Obviously, my, my two co-hosts talked about Dylan O'Brien uh, last podcast. He had the bleached hair. 
Um, but Timmy with the with the reddish orange hair in this, um, quite a year. Quite a year. Yeah. Todd, yeah. what did what did you think of this film though? So I liked it. I just object to the term elevated twilight because you don't elevate twilight. You of course. Yeah. Sorry, um... now, so... <laughs> Well, but no, on a more serious note about that, like I do think it is get that I wouldn't call it elevated twilight as much as I'd call it like elevated tw- YA romance. Uh, you know, because uh... I think they are distinct enough as plots that like right. I think it's uh I don't I don't want to like start getting people to associate it with that movie that much. You know what my, I mean? My yeah. my biggest reason for bringing that up and I don't know if you saw uh some of the message I said I really think this movie could have pushed a Twilight-esque campaign to get people thinking of that comparison and mm-hmm. it would have worked in its favor because I think people don't realize like we were I was uh debating I still might throw something out for it but i was debating and dabbling with like a an ip draft like if all the studios gathered and had to draft specifically like ip they can build uh movies off of i actually think twilight would be kind of up there because like all the movies did incredible um and i i just think if they would have leaned into that there hasn't been something that's captured their that market in the same vein but it, it sure. definitely would have led to people being let down. You you are uh, correct mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. saying uh, we shouldn't lump them together. <laughs> sure. So then the rest of my thoughts on the film are that I really, really, really liked this film. It's one of my top ten of the year. It's not quite my favorite film of the year. So it's it's strange to like be on a podcast with someone who likes it even more than me because I really loved it. Um. It touched on a lot of the notes that I really enjoy in films. Um, I am generally a fan of Luca Guadagnino. That's how you say his last name? I could be wrong. Um, Guadagnino. He has a show called We Are Who We Are that I really liked as well. That was a limited series that I kind of enjoyed. Um, He uh, makes interesting films, but Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell were both absolute stars in this film. And so it is hard to say where it you know, lies because their chemistry was really good. I had only seen Taylor Russell in the um, uh, Escape Room movies where she has like limited range in her character and what her character really is supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it was really kind of cool to see her do something very, very different. And uh, real, real quick question on Taylor Russell, just yeah. making sure you've mm-hmm. seen Waves, right? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh, you haven't seen Waves? Wow. No. <laughs> I don't necessarily recommend it. I'm just surprised that you have. I I really like Waves. Uh, A lot of people recording, hated it. We did. I people think hated it. Garbage. But uh, I really liked her in this, and so, um, and then I can't remember the name of the 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 adult guy, but I enjoyed him as well. So to see the three Mark of them, Mark Rylance. Yeah, there we go. So normally, I I'm very split with him, but I always find him interesting. He kind of almost reminds mm-hmm. me of he's like how I respond to like Crispin Glover or certain character actors that you can tell they always want to do something weird. And yeah. I think that worked out here. 
uh, because I, you know what I mean, liked his character. So, and yeah, for sure, he was a little freak. When we get to the spoilers, we can talk about the ending. But I, I the, the way this movie went, yes, I loved it. It's so good. I've mm-hmm. almost convinced my friend to go see it again with me. <laughs> almost. I just can't wait to binge watch it when it's available. Uh, so, yeah. 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 Did we lose Hay? I think we lost Hay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can just keep talking about how good Timmy was. Well, the best part about him is the way he makes you feel about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just has that impact on people. But now, what is it do you think works about him? Because obviously there's some there's some pushback, but yeah, something right. Yeah, I also think like the pushback is like just a loud minority. You know what I mean? Like I think Mm -hmm. most people do really like him, and I don't know exactly what it is. I think he just has that like thing, you know, like that charismatic. I I think part of the what's weird about the Timothy pushback is I think the louder group is probably just dudes that are like, but he's not buff. Like it doesn't. (laughs) um, It's the same people that are like, Harry Styles doesn't make sense. He wears dresses and he doesn't have muscles. Um, Why is he? Why is he the number one sex object? Like this doesn't compute to me. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Some quality that's hard to identify, but I remember listening to a podcast where it was uh, there was an actress. I wish I could remember her name, but she was uh, she was talking about having met Timothy Chalamet, and she was like, "He just kind of you just kind of are enamored with him, and then he leaves." I think <laughs> I think it's part like his personality. So like funny. anytime he shows up to stuff, he seems mm-hmm. really fun. Like everybody enjoys having yeah, yeah. him around, but he I think he also doesn't like stay too long I, I i know that sounds really weird um, but sure. it, you, um and in his films like i think he has like a really cool nature that he's able to embody in characters like this character is pretty like you see him immediately and he he uh we'll get into spoilers like what happens but you're like oh yeah nice or we're already on board with with old timmy uh real Whoever's Real making quick, choices for him is making good choices for the most part. I would correct. Say. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been in. He's a pretty look. We're gonna. I'm. I'm figuring out the rules for our star draft. Um, but Timothy will be highly sought after. I, that's all I'm I will sure. say. Yeah. Um, real quick, I wanted to go through a few negatives um, mm. about this. Lindsay, you can cover your ears, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I didn't love uh, Mark Rylance at first. Uh, I know there's some people that didn't like him as much. I any any of the that's all I'll say about the Mark Rylance stuff. And the only thing I was going to add to that is uh, Todd, uh, this or or Tom Hanks and Elvis, which with Southern accent, which do you prefer? Oh God! Too little freak. Two heights of acting in some you know, ways. In terms of accomplishing what was necessary for the movie, I'm gonna you're gonna you're gonna be shocked. T Hanks. I'm going T Hanks. Let's go. But I um, like Marla, Mike, Mark Rylance's character better as just like a creepy <laughs> iconic of course. character. Yeah. yeah. Uh the only other thing that I sort of wanted to say before getting into some other lingering positives before we go into spoilers. I didn't love the editing in this. I don't know if y'all had 
Oh yeah, sim- you said that, and I got confused because I was like, "What do you mean?" Um, I, just I some of <laughs> some of some of the there were like I don't know if they were added in post zooms or what. There was just some interesting choices with the editing. Not even I'm not even gonna say like wrong by any stretch, but I was just like, "Huh, that was a that was an odd choice." Um, Can I ask you a question about that? Sure. Yeah, why do you hate being happy? Why do you have to? <laughs> why do you have to find such problems? This is such What's a small this? thing. I didn't just say this. Kidding. Ruined no, the I'm movie just kidding. Um, how dare you? Number one. No, I honestly, I, editing isn't like a thing that I normally like pick up like nuances on. So right. I was just like movie blood. I'll, um, I'll and I just didn't say, particularly anything. It, if this got nominated for editing, I'd be very disappointed. That's all I will say. <laughs> Is it as bad as Bohemian Rhapsody? No, no. See, th- that's the thing. Like, I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody was people telling them to do something intentionally bad. Because I think the editors have come out and been like, yeah, we didn't want it to look like that either. Um, <laughs> And this is just like this is a clear choice, like a artistic intention that I just didn't vibe as much with. Anyway, other positives. Um, a lot of people are talking about Mark Rylance, the people that uh, really dig Mark Rylance, which is fair. Um, the other guy, the guy who's in Call Me by Your Name, name is slipping me. Um, please help me out, Lindsay. The Michael father, Stolberg. Michael Stolberg. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I thought he was fantastic. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I really yeah. liked he him in this. So creepy. He was. He was really creepy. And like, he doesn't even look like, because Michael Stuhlberg in like every other film so far has been a pretty charming dude. <laughs> so to see him in this, I was really surprised. Also, it it is worth mentioning because we have uh, one of the two big screen boogeymen here himself, uh, mm-hmm. Todd. How did yeah. you feel seeing the director of one of your favorite film trilogies in this film wait that was david gordon green it was david yeah. gordon green <laughs> as yes. the guy with michael stolberg yes, yes. i had yes. no idea that i did changed, not either <laughs> that changes the freaking world for me um, uh-huh. wow. todd has put this <laughs> I, at number one <laughs> i saw his name in the credits and i i immediately i was like who and then i had to look at who he was that was crazy i also saw his name in the credits but i was like oh it has to be like a consultant or maybe they were on the i don't know why i was like mgm maybe halloween ends has um <laughs> MGM. i'm moving this i'm moving this up to number two for the year because you know what number one is halloween ends, halloween baby. ends baby <laughs> gosh um yeah other than that the only thing i wanted to mention i i y'all may have mentioned this while i was uh out for a second but uh the score is incredible that oh. if if we're nominating yeah, it, it for anything uh, I think this you mean for I, everything. <laughs> uh, Reznor and Rosh just don't, they don't have a miss at all. Um, and everything they touch is just really whimsical. I was on my drive back home. I was like, oh, I'm going to score it. Um, and it was fun. I had a good time. Um, but other than that, let's give this a score out of 10. Lindsay, you're up first because you're the most positive. Yeah, I gave it a 10. <laughs> Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, Todd, what would you give this out of 10? Timothy, baby, 9.2. Oh, wow. Okay, I am much lower on this. Um, I would give it a 7.7 out of 10. I'm, Ooh. I, <laughs> I have been back and forth on if I want to give this a 7 or an 8. I'm still debating. Um, you know, but I, I think... 
I think a lot of a lot of the positives are stuff I want to get into spoilers, um, which we're gonna do now. Um, so maybe y'all can win me over even more, and it can be at an eight point one. Who knows? Uh, if you haven't seen the movie or don't care about spoilers, uh, not or, and you don't care about spoilers, I suppose uh, you can stick around. But otherwise, we are going to spoil. Uh, this movie a lot. We are going to dig in, dig our teeth, sink our teeth into this one, if you will. Um, so don't stick around whatsoever. Spoilers, three, two, one. Where do we want to start? We want to start with um, eating fingers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is one of the best cold opens of the year, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. And I finally got to add another movie to this letterbox list that I have called, Did Anyone Try the Finger? I Thought the Finger Was Delicious. <laughs> and now there's three movies okay i thought this was going to be like a doofenshmirtz thing like you know it only happened two times but so <laughs> i will i will say this hey normally i find your fear of spoilers to be overblown i will Definitely. say that uh, <laughs> I, I find most fear of spoilers to be overblown mm-hmm. but this is one thing, this cold open. I loved it anyway. I agree. It's one of the best cold opens. It was in the trailer, Todd. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the only things. It's one of the rare times I can remember thinking like, ah, oh, I really wish that hadn't been spoiled in the trailer. Because I didn't. I did not know that was going to happen. I was shocked. Fair um, enough. Because I thought the, the whole time I'm watching it. Out. And then right, they, I like, was like, oh, is this <laughs> like, I thought her and Timmy were going to be lovers and no okay maybe they're just friends and then she goes for the finger and i was like oh no <laughs> yeah yeah she went for the finger that was such a, like a beautiful shot too where like i almost wasn't even grossed out because i was just like what this is i don't know Oh well, that, so I think it's good that you mentioned that. So this movie is about cannibals. Uh, it's maybe that, you know, obviously we're making some inhuman windows at that um, in, in the non-spoiler. Um, but I, I really liked the way it was able to blend both the beauty and the visceral stuff in this. I thought it did it really well. Like that was one of my favorite aspects when like, there were a lot of people that uh, people that I've seen, neg on this a little bit have brought up like oh well you know it doesn't lean into the gore aspects like enough and yeah. i really liked that it sort of draws away from that and even in one of the yeah. scenes towards the end it's like showing all the the paintings and random stuff that they put around their house because it's it's like showing their innocence like leaving because they have to return to this thing because they were forced to by someone else um and i really liked that choice out of all of it like i think this really could have in, uh, leaned into like a hard R, but I thought the way it, it did both of those worked really well. Yeah, I really didn't get that complaint that it wasn't gory enough because I was like, it wasn't trying to be like, this is right. a love story first <laughs> and foremost. Like, I don't think that it needed to put gore at the forefront necessarily. Like, this isn't a horror movie. This is like a coming of age drama. Well, really, like. I, uh, so the, the thing that I will give people that, and this is something that I was sort of hesitant of when it was being pitched as this, this was the marketing initially. Like if you're, if you're in touch with movie stuff was it's the cannibal movie, it's the cannibal movie. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people had expectations because I correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought this premiered at one of the festivals and, 
there was hype like people were throwing up like afterwards and like all this stuff which if if that is the case um i don't know about those people um because it's it's a very sweet movie for the most part yeah Um, i don't remember hearing anything about that in particular right i'd have to dig back into it um the other spoiler that i wanted to say which is also technically a spoiler for pearl uh big year for consummating in the cornfields we can all agree Um, yeah for sure if we're gonna make letterbox lists um (laughs) about things um i wanted to like joke during the movie about that because i was like oh he's just like luring that guy in for sex and i was like oh he's really fucking him oh okay right (laughs) Um, but i did see this in an empty theater it was literally just me um so that was fun it was so different from my Fableman's experience. <laughs> <laughs> during that, so during that scene, all I could think was like, you went really far into the process if this was just to lure him in for a murder. Yeah. Does that well, make sense? <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, okay. He just is doing it. All right. Yeah, he's just, we, yeah, he's just going for it. Yeah. Are we going to have the anatomy talk? Because. Um, couldn't he have been getting the the blood to be fresh in some ways? Sure. If Is that, that what sense? it was? I think to... that was his motive. I think that was his motive. Um, I just wanted to. Maybe. Guys, <laughs> that could be it. No. So just to clarify, just to oh not beat around the bush. <laughs> right. You're implying that fully erect <laughs> men's blood <laughs> tastes better. No, I'm just saying the blood is pumping. I think he does from experience. So that's a yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on the box. Let's just say it wasn't the first body he did this to. Gas station guy? uh, Sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that helps to clarify. Well, because I was curious about that when that happened. Sorry. Right, yeah. Yeah. If I was in your theater, I would have leaned over and whispered, you know, actually, the blood is... Uh, more potent when <laughs> oh my god i actually did read a really interesting review afterwards um from somebody who had like a pretty like who read this movie like through a queer lens which i think mm-hmm. is easy to do when it, any movie is about people who feel like outsiders right. um but then just the fact that the only sex scene in this romance like was a gay sex scene <laughs> um it just helps like Right, solidify that. I think. Well, also, Um, like, even the other, I mean, we mentioned the thing under the table. Um, That's the weird part about, like, all of this. It, it, some of it feels like an urge. Um, But I I did see a lot of people bring up, like, oh, is this, like, a queer coded message? Is this, uh..." but I I thought, I at least took from it, like, oh, I was like, oh, this is kind of metaphorical for, like, an addiction. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if, y'all saw any of that or gathered that from well my brain is just hardwired to just look for any gay um but i can (laughs) definitely see that reading as well um but no i did i I liked like people fighting with their like inner like this is who i am kind of thing so that's really easy to just like read as like a queer thing to me but i also can definitely see like a reading of this where it's like about addiction as well right i think the biggest thing that people were 
getting from that is where like they the how they visit their mother the fact that mm-hmm. like it seems to be a sort of hereditary thing because both yeah. Chalamet and his speaking of which um I'm very curious what y'all thought of this um so when I was talking about Rylance's character I thought it was sort of a one-off thing um and then when he came back I thought about his character more and like some of the stuff that he hinted at one of the things that I really liked about this is how subtle like some of the stuff is um so even that addiction or, or queer coding message I, th- I think you can reach whatever conclusion you want to about what this movie means mm-hmm. um but even Rylance himself like he says a lot of interesting stuff that sort of tells you like what he's been through like he specifically says like oh we don't eat our own and you know like at least for me what I think is oh someone's done that to one of his friends or one of his family members and that's why he's alone like by himself because he also says like oh there's more of us than you would think um and the other two guys they run into they're like yeah we haven't run into anybody else like us like we don't there's not a lot of our kind so i was curious like because i thought this was leading up speaking of twilight i thought we were gearing up to the mother being like in this council or or whatever like people all together which was a stupid um (laughs) thought um i realize now but um i wasn't sure like what lied ahead for us in minneapolis uh did y'all like how that how that was handled like i loved it Mm -hmm. i loved the scene with her mother it was so heartbreaking um that was one of my favorite parts um yeah it hit really hard uh, chloe what's her last name seven yeah, she was yeah. so good. But yeah. yeah, what like a just like a really emotional scene. I thought it was amazingly done. See, I also thought you mentioned Taylor Russell, Todd, and that's where like at least to me I was like, oh, this is also just as much like Taylor Russell's vehicle as it is Chalamet's. Yeah. Oh, for sure she was fantastic. She's great. Yeah. Um, to me, what I want to say about that last scene, and I was going to say this earlier as well, is I think part of what makes me really love this movie is that it can be appreciated on multiple levels. Like the two of you just talked about the underlying tones of the film, uh, and what was being hinted at at different areas. But, and I, I, I agree and I don't really need to add anything to that conversation, but I also just want to point out, I think this film can just be enjoyed as kind of like a badass romance film about cannibals right you know what i mean like that you don't even have to read that much into like it can be enjoyed on a superficial level as well as like on a deeper level and that scene with the mom is a perfect example and that like it was really emotional but it was also kind of a badass jump scare Uh, and uh you know uh like all of this stuff with just you know there's a traditional villain in this there's it it can be enjoyed on a bunch of different levels and that's part of what i like about it for sure yeah i agree yeah and uh real quick because i i was curious about this obviously Lindsay loves this um what's what's funny is walking out of this movie i thought to myself i was like this is going to be someone's favorite movie and i get it um <laughs> like of this year and here we are with Lindsay. um but <laughs> did what did y'all think of the structure to have the resolution of the road trip and then uh almost like a second act after that with mark rylance showing up uh twice yeah i 
I loved it, but I also love that he gave me like a really good ending if I ever just want to like turn it off and pretend like that end <laughs> other ending doesn't happen and I right. can be happy. Before, right before he shows up. <laughs> yeah. Like the scene where they're like talking about settling down and then it like fades to black a little bit. Perfect. I will just turn the movie off and if I want to be happy for a minute, then I can do that. But no, I do Oh, I love the ending. It broke my heart, though. Um, but I definitely think it was needed because I think we needed to see Mark Rylance's character come up again because of how he was, like, left off. Like, it was definitely... Like, I knew he was going to come back. So if it ended before that, I would have been a little bit let down because he was clearly being built up to be, like, a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so good. It was so creepy. Ugh. That was the scariest part of the movie, for sure. Well, I think that's something that Mark Rylance does that, like, only some actors can do is he he left me really creeped out. Like, did, who said that they thought it was just going to be a one-off character? To me, like, after... Oh, to me, the second I saw him go through that, even though that was all that was in the trailer, I was like, we have to see him again. He's just too menacing. The way he, like, mm-hmm. looks at her when she goes off into the... I don't know. He's just got this menacing character character to him, like that, like him and like John Carroll Lynch and people like that can all do that. Like creeps me out. I don't know. So I I love the ending. I thought it was a wonderful kind of horror melodramatic romance ending, and I, I love th- it. I think the reason that the ending hurt a lot more was because that you get to see Timothy Chalamet realize his sister is also no Uh, longer alive. And he even said, like he said multiple times in the movie, like, Oh yeah. If it weren't for her, like I I wouldn't be here right now. Like I wouldn't have anything going for me. So, because he, he continually says like, you have three options, like with this thing, you can't like, it's not something you can run from. And, and that, to that point, like there were, I saw a couple reviews that weren't as high on this film that were mentioning like there's not as much characterization, and I just think you can't like again with the gore thing. I I think this movie isn't going for that because these people like this is such a huge thing they have to deal with while they're still in their young adult. Even for Taylor Russell, barely an adult. I think she's eighteen. Or yeah, she says she says she is. Um, well, her dad, I think, like leaves her like. Right, her birth certificate. On her Um, 18th birthday, because he's like, okay, now I'm finally, like, free of her. Right, right. (laughs) Gosh. Um, Speaking of which, good to see him, that that actor, show back up. Yeah, he was so good. He was, he he needs to do more voice work. Um, He's he's got some great vocals. But I think the ending works because it's really selling, like, hey, this is a weight that they have to bear, like, with this thing they have. And it's not something that, I don't know, it's not something that you can get a happy ending from, unfortunately. Like, even a lot of the other people in this, or at least any of the people we meet that have this thing, like, it's not going well for them. And the only one is these people that have sort of settled themselves with, like, their the brutality that they have with Stuhlberg and uh, David Gordon Green. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
little creep who just chooses to be a cannibal that's fucking insane right <laughs> I, I i thought i heard that wrong when they said that in the theater i was Winnie. like surely that <laughs> can't be um Really, what we need is that guy's story. That guy's story would be the elevated Twilight. It would. It would. <laughs> David Gordon Green is the new Bella Swan. That's um, right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely like. It, it's interesting because I had a I had a conversation with somebody about this movie like right after I got home, and they didn't like it. And everything that they listed that they didn't like about it is, like, why I liked it. So I really feel like it's one of those movies where it's just kind of like, if you'll like this, then you'll like it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I I feel like part of that is it's swinging for the fences for a lot of specific people. That's what I mean when I'm like, oh, this has to be someone's favorite movie. Not everybody is going to love this. And this is for sure. Like, So I went to this very early in the morning and my family was like, oh, what did you see? Like why didn't oh you went by yourself why didn't we could have gone with you i was like i don't know if this is the um, movie i I want to take with y'all um yeah um they were basically just like this is just like a ya cannibal au of badlands and i was like yeah exactly it's a ya cannibal au of badlands like that's incredible (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the interesting thing to me a lot of people use ya as an as a negative um and I think it can be a really good vehicle for stories like this. This is, you know, more stuff like this. Um, but uh, real quick, the only question that I have for y'all, this is not uh, spoiler related. Um, do you think this movie catches an audience once it goes out of the theater run? Cause it did not do well this weekend. Um, I think, I mean, I don't think it'll be like a, major hit but i definitely think it'll find an audience if not just for timothy chalamet right yeah he's Uh, got his his fans i'm more optimistic i it depends on do we know where it's going uh that's a good question it's mgm so i think amazon i'm pretty sure they have a deal after the bond thing i think Oh, um, I, I I think it could do quite well on Amazon. Yeah, I I really hope um, it's actually so. The funny thing about this is, I briefly, for whatever reason, um, I was checking. I was just seeing stuff. I, I think it was for anime. I went on Twitter to see what people were, were talking about in uh, for a specific show I was watching, and film Twitter was trending. And I was like, huh, I wonder what it is. And part of it was, and this is the fun part about uh, social media, is part of it was people being like, man, the wave of people hating on everything everywhere. And I really, like, I tried to look into it, and it didn't seem like that many people. It was probably like one tweet of someone being like, this movie poopy. Um, (laughs) In the counter wave of people being like, oh, people just hate this movie, when in reality it was one person. Anyway, a lot of people were talking about, they're like, film Twitter does anything but see movies. And I think that that is the wrong statement. I think people don't realize how small the movie, <laughs> like the really tuned in movie going community are. Yeah. Uh, something like this is never going to, unless it is able to just do really well marketing wise. I mean, we saw something like Barbarian, but that was way more horror. And I feel like horror always has a committed audience. Uh, 
mm-hmm. in this, Especially. like you mentioned, yeah, this, like you mentioned, the YA, the romance, like all that stuff. Yeah, I, I also think it was just like weird timing for it. Oh yeah, um, like, this <laughs> Thanksgiving like, weekend, Thanksgiving, like like right. go with the family to see they a thought, movie kind of. A they movie. thought they were being funny. It, it, also, this, I mean, they people, were right. It, it was funny. hilarious that <laughs> this came out two days before Thanksgiving. Um, this also was one of the worst box office weekends for Thanksgiving uh, ever, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I, it also like every movie just came out in right. one week. Like maybe space them out a bit. Right, right. I think part of that was nothing wanted to come out immediately after Black Panther um, mm, or before, because then they'd be squashed um, yeah. immediately. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. We're gonna uh, come up on a week soon, but again, the problem is Avatar is a week after. Uh, mm-hmm. What leads the weekend, December 11th, I think, is Tom Hanks's A Man Called Otto, in limited release. That's the... Please. Biggest release, I think. Um, I'll be weekend. there. I'll be there. <laughs> Day one. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's. I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it, I hope this. I mean, it's what's weird is so no one saw this movie, but it's at sixty k views on Letterbox, which is pretty good. Like way more than um, uh, the Fablemans, I think. <gasps> let, me, let me check to be sure. Um, yeah, the Fablemans is at twenty three k in total. Oh, I had such a good movie weekend. I also gave the Fablemans five. Um, so I just yeah, this wasn't this wasn't to that wasn't so a knock on the Fablemans. I just think it's interesting. Oh, no, and, sure. and I just wanted to shout out that movies are really good. Right, that, and that's the thing that like is so weird about this is people had to choose like me. I had to choose to see Knives Out <laughs> very late because I was like, oh, it's not going to be here yeah. after Thursday, um, which is unfortunate. But uh, that's going to do it for this review of Bones and All. Um, oh, wait, I have one last question. What do y'all think about them name dropping the title? <laughs> I thought it was fun. I think, uh, I think if you're going to say it, you got to do it. Right. And I don't think they really did it, right? Uh, I mean, there's an implication at the end. Yeah, him like dying and saying, "I want you to eat me, bones and all," is so he good. Said, no, wait, he did say, "Yes, eat me, bones yeah. and all." He okay. said, "Eat me, yeah. bones and all." Never mind. I only okay. Then, then yeah, I love it. Okay, I it was it was very metal of an ending. <laughs> I very <guess>. metal. <laughs> I was like, no, wait, go back to when they were happy. Right. Uh, But that'll do it for this review. Thank you, Todd and Lindsay. See y'all on the next one. Bye.